Hey Carter, you're a you're like a big uh, college basketball guy, right? Love college basketball. <laughs> well, the last <laughs> of the major pro sports league is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. It's the hoops are going on, and uh, Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. Have you ever uh, bet on college basketball? I, you know what, I no, the hoops have never been on for me. Mm. Yeah, just not the right action. Because Bet Online has the NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL as well are in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All your hoops, betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips, like the sports we just mentioned, with both desktop and mobile access at any time. So you don't have an excuse to not check out Bet Online. Head to the okay. Online today and remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B L E A V. For your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. So, like, take off to the Great White North. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you poser. So, like, take oh, off. Fuck. To the great Double down. Jesus Christ! You know what this episode is going to. Yeah, it's going to be double good. You better believe it. <laughs> I don't know why it's set automatically to repeat. Um, hello, welcome to Hosers. Uh, this is episode 112, and uh, I am Thomas, one of your co-hosts. Joining me today is uh, Carter. Carter, how's it going? Not bad. How's it going, Thomas? Good, good, good. Um, we are not joined by Chris today. He's dealing yeah. with an issue, but um, yeah, we yeah, just... Don, Don Cherry actually punched him now. <laughs> Thomas is no, next it was, week. It was, it was Ron McLean. <laughs> oh, Ron McLean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron McLean gonna punch Thomas next week. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Caprios, but yeah, close enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, so this is episode one twelve of Hosers. Um, How's it going, Carter? Doing well? Doing well. I was uh, I was just thinking through the through the ad read there. It's it's irresponsible yeah. for me to not bet on college basketball. <laughs> you make it sound so easy. <laughs> and with that 50% first deposit match, how could I not want to bet? <laughs> and so I, I might start online gambling. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, okay. People just do things for money and that's sad. <laughs> yeah. It, w- it would be it wouldn't be funny, but it'd be it'd be a little sad if like just because of this ad read that you had it started a gambling problem. Yeah, my life just started in a downward spiral. Like Aly- Alyssa left me. Yeah. I never actually went back to school. Um and the only expense I have is my phone and my online betting addiction that is somehow fueled by disability checks. And yeah, you can. It's your phone. It's your phone and your desktop, though, right? Because I said. Yeah, that. that's true. Yeah, phone and desktop. Never has it been easier to integrate both. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we love betting. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of NHL action going on right now. Um, actually, right as we speak. Actually, I don't know. If the game finished, actually, yeah, it's still going on. But the first game over in Sweden, 
Um, oh yeah, between the Wings and Sens is going on right now. Um, I was at physio, and I I thought I thought it was just a run back. I was like, oh yeah, they had it like playing. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, this isn't. There's no game on right now. It's Thursday in the middle of the day. And so I just, I didn't pay attention because I was like, oh, I, I watched this highlight already. Like just yeah, thinking yeah. It, it's sports. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it, it is so undermarketed. Like I only knew it because obviously like being in Toronto and then, well, Hamilton, but whatever. And then yeah, um, Minnesota is more of a big deal because of how many like Swedish players there are on that team. Because yeah. it's like, a homecoming and stuff like that but um yeah like it's just even even from the toronto perspective perspective it was like not made a super big deal that like mm-hmm. some of the biggest and most historical teams well two of them um yeah. are like heading over that have such big like monsters um in the sport from that country right so oh 100 yeah no it was super cool because i I'm sure a lot of those like those players' friends and families have like never really got the opportunity to see them live since they left home, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're like if you're second cousins with Lucas Raymond, like I don't think you're heading yeah. over to Detroit very often. <laughs> well, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that's that'd be cool. There, I did actually. I'm so I'm on the homepage of NHL.com as every ho- hockey podcaster um, usually is. Um, yeah. during the recording. And yeah, there's something on Max Domi reconnecting with Matt Sundin, actually. So that's oh kind of cool. Because Sundin's obviously over in Sweden doesn't really have a spot. Yeah. That That is weird. Like, now that I think of it, it is weird that Sundin doesn't have, like, one of those bullshit positions on the Leafs or whatever. He probably rejected something, but, like, yeah. so many oh, yeah, teams. Like one of their best yeah. captains ever, if not the best captain they've ever had. Yeah, sorry. Did you just send something to the host's chat as we were recording? I did. I wanted Chris to see it because he's messing up my algorithm. <laughs> we, we won't say what <laughs> type of real... I just saw one of the hashtags. It was like, I was going to bring it up, and I don't think I should. No, you can't bring it up. It's not allowed. <laughs> yes. I'm going to lose my betting license if we bring that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I, I, it, it is weird, but you, you wonder like what... Because like if... Just how Matt's career kind of ended in Toronto, like, and then finishing in Vancouver. Like, I, I wonder if he even had any appetite to even come close to the organization afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, but he, it was the whole thing at the end of his career was that he wanted to stay in Toronto and wouldn't let, wouldn't waive his trade clause yeah. to, to go anywhere else to win a cup or whatever. Like he, yeah, because team because the Leafs were trying to trade him, but he loved yeah. playing for the Leafs so much or whatever. Well, that's what I mean. And then he he just kind of got muscled out, right? Yeah, yeah. It is a little like, especially with such of like these two will always be compared. But Dale, Daniel Alfredson now having such like yeah a prominent role and and Melnick played a big part of like him actually being able to come and enjoy his time being in yeah. Ottawa and stuff like after he retired, but. Especially with Albertson, I think his role is a si- official. I don't know if it's assistant to the GM or something. It's like a pretty, pretty high up role in the front office. Yeah, um, assist, assistant enough. to the regional manager. Yeah, exactly. One of those things. Um, but still, like involved with like process, and he might 
end up taking a big position in like in whenever that front office gets finalized, right? Um, yeah. yeah, it is a little weird that Sundin isn't more involved, even like in a player development role. I guess that's that's more suited for like the Cabrales of the world or <laughs> who can't speak English, <laughs> who can't speak English and won't shut the fuck. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. but well, cause they kind of had the same like course, right? Cause where did Alfredson, he, fin- he finished in De- Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he had kind of the same thing where he had, he played for, well, I guess other than the Nordique Sundin played for the Hab or for fucking Toronto and then, yeah. um, and then finished his last season in Vancouver. Like he's one of those like cursed images is like him in the Vancouver jersey. Oh yeah, it's so and like, weird. and the other cursed image is Alfredson in the the Detroit Red Wings kit, right? Like it's yeah. And so they they kind of had the same same send off almost, you know? Yeah, like it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely his choice because I don't doubt that. Like, maybe maybe also he just doesn't have like the capacity or desire to stay involved in hockey that way yeah i don't think let me just quickly look up his elite prospects page because they have more details about potential staff but like he might just not oh yeah team staff profile yeah his only like executive position or like actually Mm -hmm. working in hockey not playing was he was a team consultant for team sweden in the um world championships in 2013 and then oh wow and then was a team consultant for the world cup for team sweden so just basically like he knows these players like he was basically just asked like oh should ekman larsen be on this team or should like klingberg be on this team or whatever and who's more who's more swedish yeah (laughs) yeah 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 basically what went on yeah, I just don't think it is his desire to like. He's not even working like youth hockey or anything like that. Like, um, yeah. Well, Alfie was also like the people's captain, though, right? Like, it's yeah, that's true. Like, like Sundin was like a great captain, and he was kind of like this. He was like Sundin was like a fearless leader, and Alfie was like the he was like the people's leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, that's almost the whole, like, Ottawa versus Toronto thing, where Toronto is very, like, segmented, kind yeah. of, like, a very hierarchy, and then Ottawa, the whole vibe of the sense is, like, one, like, yeah. one for all or whatever. One sense, right? Like, it's one the... Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. So, yeah, so for Alfredson, and this is totally, like, this is no, this is a total, like, talk about in the summer topic but we're talking about it like during like one month <laughs> of the season um, well, we're only what like 16 games in or something like yeah, that. yeah like, whatever there could be other things to talk about and like the oilers or whatever but whatever winning what, um, the first game yeah no like, one's talking about no one's talking about this <laughs> so alfredson and no one's talking about alfredson and sundin in their back office position yeah. <laughs> um so let, let me read my webpage on a podcast but um alfredson was the sends a senior advisor for the sends from 2015 to 17 and then he went to coach youth hockey in the ottawa sting under 25 in the om obmhl oh, um, cool. assistant coach and then u14 double a was the head coach for two years there oh u14 and then so- moved up to u15 was that with his son 
Does he have a kid? Must have been like because like yeah, if you, move, like if you moved up, yeah, he like literally moved up with yeah Louis Alfredson there yeah. you go on the team defenseman. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so he coached his kid. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you imagine just like showing up one day and Alfie's like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, I'm your gu- I'm drills. your guy. Yeah, yeah I'm your guy." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because yeah, if you see that on like a a uh team stat profile where it's like okay one coach one year you coach u14 and then next one you coach u15 like yeah you're moving especially double a yeah i don't even know if his kid's still playing let me see uh oh no yeah he's still playing he's playing in the eojhl oh junior canadians good Um, for him yeah look at that go um yeah he's not gonna get drafted he's 17 already but um anyways yeah, so, and I think, and then this year, that was 2021, he stopped, and then this year was his first year, he's a, he's a development coach, so I was totally oh, nice. wrong about it being high up, but I think there's rumors that when everything kind of settles, like, the dust kind of settles after Dwayne yeah. got fired, I think he's going to be, like, potentially very high up in development. Why wouldn't um, you, though, right? Like, it's, everyone loves him there, like, they worship the ground he walks on. Yeah, it's a very cushy. I could like see Claude Giroux doing that too when he retires. I don't know for Philly, yeah. but like even for Ottawa, just like yeah. stay close to home, stay with the team, whatever. And yeah, they'd be dumb not to offer him something like that. But um, hundred percent, yeah. Well, it's yeah, just that anyways. like, it, it yeah. there's that for those guys, like in the system still. A guy like Giroux or Alfreds and just brings credibility to the office, right? Like for. Mm-hmm. For like the like, because they're they're kind of like the the bridge gap between like the the PA and the organization, you know, like it's because they get it and they've been through it. Yeah, is is my like is my guess when they bring on somebody like like if you think of like director of operations and things like that, like they're not bringing in like like an MBA or or like someone that has like operations experience they have somebody who brings in they they bring in a hockey mind right like a hockey guy who's been there and yeah exactly i I feel like yeah sorry no no go ahead i was gonna say i feel like those types of players are also on like when you're talking about bridging the gap it's also the bridge the gap between like the very elite where everything was supernatural and like Mm -hmm. it's like insane to the players that had like had to work hard for the development because I feel like Giroux like he was still a first round pick but like a late first out of Gatineau yeah. um like he didn't really have a lot going for him other than like yeah just being naturally gifted enough to be dropped in the first round but then Alfie was a sixth round pick so like obviously yeah. you're gonna like I feel like with that attitude and that attitude towards development I feel like that's a, a pretty big part we're like Sundin obviously first first overall had to yeah. just coast it through like a lot of time through the like, Nordiques. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, yeah, fun stuff. Um, I actually just I just turned on the game and sends are wing sends and wings are in overtime. This is gonna oh wow like this is gonna date the podcast so bad. But um, yeah. Uh, it is funny. I feel like last year. We'll talk. I guess we'll talk more about the global series. But there was something last year, right? That was like this. I think the Preds went over to Finland. Didn't they play in? Yeah, Finland or Germany or Switzerland Switzerland because of Yossi, right? Yeah, and then didn't um, 
Didn't look good. Because Line A played in the Finland game the year before. Yeah. Okay, let me do a 2022 Global Series NHL. Because, like, I feel like from what I was seeing today. Oh, yeah, here. Finland, Czech. Oh, yeah, they just did Finland and um, Prague. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they did Tampere, which is where Line A played in, Le- in yeah. Liga before he's drafted. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, and then they didn't do this until it was 2019, the last time they did this, and they did this in Stockholm as well, which is where they're playing now. Yeah. They did Stockholm, Prague, and then they did Helsinki. Yeah. Interesting. Whatever. Um, yeah, I feel like with la- with last year's, there was a lot more of like an emphasis cool, on it, cool atmosphere. But even like, more, yeah, more emphasis and everything like that. Like, I feel like there was just more, like, oh, look at these like fans with their giant flags, and like, it's more a European vibe. Where the clips yeah. that I've seen today, like, I haven't been. I I think I tuned in the little first period, and then obviously right now. But it's like it just seems like an NHL game in a slightly different arena with like m- more red seats than normal or something like that. Yeah. Like it's n- yeah. there's nothing crazy where it's like stands where there's no seats and you know how like, and they just, they're just railing and then you have to like hold on to each other or whatever in a very European way. Yeah. But, it's um, not like a, it's not a football game, right? Yeah, no, exactly. But, um, and I feel like last year there was a lot more of that. Maybe just the arena, but, um, yeah, still pretty cool. Like, and I know a lot of people. I think a lot of fans actually went over, too. Um, like a lot of wild fans. Like I think at the wild meetup, and I don't think there's a lot of wild fans that are just like in Sweden naturally, like yeah. automatically. <laughs> um, Red Wings, I could kind of get like if you're just a Red Wings fan over there because of that, because of Lindstrom mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, yeah. So I think there's wild fans like at a meetup. There's like 300 people. So I Holy think shit. I think they all like flew from Minnesota <laughs> to Sweden. Yeah, Just Jesus. To, yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's kind of cool. Like it's if, oh yeah. If you have the time and the money, why not? Right. Oh yeah, exactly. And like I feel like yeah, not and especially where they're playing too. Like it's obviously outfitted for hockey. Like I know they couldn't they couldn't do like go to London and play because the London arena is are so small like yeah well so, it's it's like they're playing in mullet right now right like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it is oh man, it's so funny but yeah yeah it's, it's so cool i feel like they should do like man just it's beating a dead horse at this time but like nhl marketing like they just have to like they don't have to like they assume everyone knows what's going on every time there's nothing oh, right. like if you're a neutral fan i think NHL, we're doing pretty good in the markets that <laughs> we're playing in we're yeah. we have the biggest castles in the sandboxes and the nhl is doing just fine and i was shaking my head while i was, I was saying that like batman does <laughs> <laughs> so. oh my god yeah it's man it is just like it's a problem of like just being so individual team focused. Like I'm sure like yeah. sends diehards, wings diehards, wild diehards, and leash diehards, like all knew that this is going on. 
But if you're just yeah. like a neutral fan or like any a fan of any other team, like you're not, you don't know what this is going on unless you're like online all day. I had no idea. I had yeah. no idea it was going yeah, on. That's rough. But that's cool. Anyways, they're still playing overtime. I don't know how the it's gonna go. But um, at least they got a good game first. Is I don't know if you saw the sense. <laughs> yeah. The Sens were up four nothing, and then <laughs> the Wings came back. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, good I think, game. Yeah, I think DeBrincat scored the f- tying goal with like three minutes left or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Um. Anyways, moving on to other things going around the <laughs> Bigger NHL. Bigger and better other things. Other than Daniel Alfredson, <laughs> <laughs> what he's up to. Um. I think it's time for an extended Mental Health Montreal Minute. Ooh, the mental... <laughs> okay, I'm not going to play that the whole time. The whole time? Uh, Just, no, you have... If it's extended, Carter. you play that for a minute. and Yeah. No, Carter, you have the floor. Maybe we'll go longer, make it more of a dialogue, but um, you have a floor. Okay. You have the, the floor. You also have a floor um, for a minute to go on and rant and ramble about your uh, Montreal Canadiens. Okay, let me, well, I charged up my megaphone or <laughs> I, I made my, I built my soapbox even higher, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, my rant this week um, is is not so much about the Canadians themselves because, like, the Canadians are the Canadians. Like, it's, no one expected them to do well and any time that they're they're doing anything like kind of okay. No one really does anything about it. You know what I mean? And, and I think the, the, the big thing that I get most frustrated about, or like just in recent times, like over the past couple of weeks is like, we're only two points back from the Leafs and it, it might just be the market that we're in right now, but like we're we're playing 500 hockey right now. We're only two points back from the Leafs. Um, we have one less win than them, um, and they're just like, oh, like this is Toronto's year, playing the parade. And then on the other hand, if Montreal gets any airtime, it's like, well, they're clearly just not going for it this year. Like they're going for, uh, they're going for a bit of a, a missed season so that like so that we they can they can get their eyes on on some getting in some new prospects or or bringing people up in the systems or seeing what kind of value they can get in their their return for the players that they have currently um which isn't much but it's really frustrating to see like the the media perception and turnover of like Montreal's performance if they even get any airtime we're only a win back from the Leafs and we're only two points back. And it's, I don't know my, I, I really don't get it. And I get like the Toronto, like we're, we're subject of the Toronto media market right now. And so, or like the location that we're in. So obviously that's what we're getting spoon fed, but it's like, like what the fuck? Like <laughs> being a Habs fan is like, like Bukowskis just like does not. I maybe he's paid to, but he's just like such a homer. And like anytime I watch him and his stupid hair be like, well, the, the Habs clearly aren't going for it this year. It just drives me up the fucking wall. So that's, that's my Montreal minute is, is Toronto <laughs> sports media 
and and we're really not that far off from the the Leafs right now and I don't understand how it's the Leafs year and we're not going for it I mean you know? yeah like I think the Leafs are like there's still a lot of panic for them um, but it's still in the media their year <laughs> like, I think bef- before the season for sure I feel like I don't know I haven't really paid attention to a lot like of intermission panels or anything like that but um yeah yeah i don't know i mean doesn't, there doesn't seem to be panic like it's yeah yeah like I don't know. this is the weird time of year i feel like the habs are doing better than expected right like some way people better were, than expected we're thinking that they'd be like down with columbus and everything like that um, i thought they'd be down with edmonton to be fully honest <laughs> with fucking caden K- primo in net yeah and Sam, <laughs> like, Montalbo. Yeah, um, like, yeah. Primo's not our guy. But yeah, it's, uh, man, I know. I feel like, I feel kind of bad also because I feel like they have just been kind of shooed away for so long, basically, since Carey Price went down, right? Like, no one's paid yeah. attention to them whatsoever until, like, yeah. even when they made, like, I had to be reminded that they traded for Alex Newhook. Where, like, if the Leafs yeah. did that, I feel like it would have been, like, an insane thing like oh they did this crazy swap for like um to and they made new hook work team. yeah yeah and new hook came in um and it's going to be their cup this year and new, new hook's going to be an integral piece because the pieces yeah. that they moved around and yeah i know it, it's actually i did say see an article by editor in leaf you might have to beat that out but i didn't read it but it was just like Keith is getting fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like Keith, Keith planning to get fired, and I'm like, I was like, to what extent will Toronto fans not go to just <laughs> like to push their extremism? Right? Like Keith, they're not going to fire Keith if they haven't fired him yet. They're not going to fire him. Like it's no, they would have to do what Edmonton has done through the first fifteen. Exactly. That, yeah. Like that would be the only way. Um, yeah, I don't anyway. even think, maybe not even that because he just signed an extension. I don't think they'd be throwing That's away what... millions of dollars because of really bad like fifteen games. That's what I mean. I, I was like, I, I saw that headline and I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna check the standings really quick before <laughs> I go waste that time of my life that I could never get back in reading that Leafer article that I really oh, don't care God. about. Yeah, and I'm so, sorry, editor and Leaf, if you're listening to this. <laughs> no, I I love that account. I I don't know if there's if people are listening that are not familiar with the account. It's just like they're so. I don't know how to put it. Like, I I again, I don't really care about this person's feelings anyway. So they're so up their yeah. ass of just like, I think they had it. I it's almost parody because they've had. Yeah, it that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's it's almost like what a least what like other fans think a lease blog is yeah like or because there's this overreaction because i think there was also one tweet well that's what i mean i can't tell if they're being if they're being serious or if they're like playing into it you know yeah let me let me see this wording yeah okay because i I tweeted out earlier and because it was just so funny um i forget when this is from i think this is from last year or two years ago or something but he said I'm also saying he, but yeah. Could be anybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they said, I just cannot believe that so many people in hockey refuse to acknowledge how random the game is. That is true. 
That's fine. A fine first sentence. Hockey's random. Bounces can go either way. Um, deep analysis can be kind of a, it's a little tricky. I feel like it's just better to st- take a step back and accept whatever the results are. With other than like this team yeah. should do this, this team should do this. Just like yeah, totally random. Anyways, well, there's here. It's hockey's a lot of human element. Yeah, with like an uncontrolled referee variable, right? Like it's again, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so the next sentence. This is a two sentence tweet. First sentence, perfect. Okay. First sentence, cool. This is the next sentence. Winning is pretty much the worst measure of success if you actually <laughs> think about it. Winning, let me let me say it again. Winning is pretty much the worst measure of success if you actually think about it. You know, you don't have to say to that. Score, yeah. Sorry, I have to say, go fuck yourself, editor and leave. Swore an enemy. You, but yeah, you just made an enemy. Hi, oh it me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I like. I've never like put on a jersey or like been in a room and be like, you know what? I don't want to win this one. Yeah. Not for me today. You know what? <laughs> like winning doesn't tell if a team's better than the other one. It doesn't like, actually. Yeah, and they're actually right. <laughs> I mean, like, sure, on the micro level, like if if the Habs went out and beat the undefeated, like the best team of the generation, whatever. I can't even think of anyone still undefeated. But say, like, yeah, Columbus goes out, or San Jose beats out, goes ahead and beats the, who's the top team right now? The Boston Bruins, for some reason. Yeah. Boston gets their second ever loss this, or third, second regulation loss this season to the San Jose Sharks, who has two, who have two full wins, for some reason. They just do yeah. that. Sure. You could say, obviously, Boston is the better team. Boston yeah well you can yeah yeah like you and like, like i get it being like the not a, a measure and it, it, it's interesting like yeah go ahead and leave go fuck yourself that's a stupid fucking second <laughs> sentence but like yeah like you like just playing devil's advocate you can go into a hockey game and you can lead in penalty minutes you can trail in shot attempts mm-hmm. in you can trail in shots you can trail in controlled entries you can uh trail in possession time you can lead in turnover time um you can uh lead in zone like infraction time like it's like you can index in the positive or negative in all of the worst ways and still win a hockey game other than in like the plus minus like the score right like it's like I get it. You can go in and have the most dog shit time of your life and still beat a team by pure luck of the puck bouncing in one more time than the other other team. I get that. I've seen it a million times, I've been a part of it a million times and I've played on in games and I've coached games where I in my head know that we absolutely had no business winning those games because we were not the better team. So I will play devil's advocate there and and side with them for a bit and hopefully soften my fuck you blow but it's like it's that's so stupid 
Like your win lose tie record gets you the Stanley Cup. Yeah. No, like that's like, like it's so funny that being so absorbed with like my team deserved it more kind of thing. Like ex- yeah. expected goals are like played played better versus won the game. It's yeah. being so so absorbed in that that you can be That's proud so twenty twenty three. Yeah, you could be proud of your team sitting on top of like the expected goals percentage chart. Other than yeah, well, like that's the well that the, of the season, but it's just like and what then? What are you playing for? Are you playing for well, like that's like, that's what I mean? Like the like think of the McKinnon interview when they were like, well, like you still like won the president's trophy. He's like, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> it's because he said winning in the regular season is actually the worst measure of success. <laughs> yeah, Nathan McKinnon's editor in leaf. Oh my God! We figured it out. We we put the we've tied the the we've connected the red yarn, Thomas. Yeah, we fucking found you, McKinnon. You're out. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. I I don't. That's fucking wild. I like. Yeah, I think to your it's point, so it's just like can you imagine being that self-absorbed? Yeah, it's just it's just being like so online and thinking that this matters so much more than the other thing and because people will like even if you win people will say oh but like you didn't really play well or whatever it's like okay well still check the score like yeah the Habs didn't play well and they 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 didn't win their way into a Cinderella Cinderella run during the COVID bubble like yeah yeah, I get it like it's it's, but that was so fun like what do you like and we yeah. still won. <laughs> like we we won it. We we shit won our way into a fucking Stanley Cup final round. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think after five years you're gonna remember if if the Habs had like a sub forty Corsi four percentage. Um, no, absolutely gonna, not. I'm gonna remember gonna... that they that they were in the Stanley Cup finals and that we went to Montreal and we camped out in Montreal when our team was in the fucking finals. That's what we're yeah. going to remember. Yeah. It's what it's all about. Um, yeah. Man, yeah, so funny. <laughs> oh, well, thanks God. for giving us something to talk about, editor and Leaf. Some, yeah, some <laughs> tweets are so good. Um, <laughs> let's... <laughs> it's so funny that, um, man, this time of the season is so... It's so weird also because you're approaching... When is Thanksgiving? I think it's... Is it two weeks from now? Twenty first. Um, is it like mon- Monday? This Monday? I think it might be. Yeah, America Thursday. Is it the twenty first? No, oh, it's 21st. next. It's next week. Next weekend. Okay. Um, but like that's that's the classic like cutoff date, right? Of like next week, people will be starting to write things and be like, oh well, like who's in the playoffs now is basically like. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think the number is eighty percent. Like if you're in the playoffs now, eighty percent is you're gonna stay there. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So of course, like what a great league to follow. Where it's eighty percent of <laughs> teams that are of where you're have, at have been twenty decided. games in. Yeah, it's done. Um, wow. But let me let's take a look at who is right on the cusp and see if they're gonna be in or out. And I think we have already kind of done this thing in the, like, two episodes ago. But, um, yeah, I think, let's just look right now. Yeah. So, 
the standings as we go down right now is obviously Boston, Florida, yeah. Detroit, and the Atlantic. You have New York mm-hmm. Rangers, uh, the Capitals, and the Hurricanes in the Metropolitan. Then you have the mm-hmm. Leafs and the Flyers in the Eastern Wild Card. So I'm trying to yeah. think. Obviously, it's really tough to think of one one outlier because it's so tricky to no. It's it's the Flyers I think that are not going to finish and not going to make the playoffs. You think so, huh? I like they're playing great hockey. Like I love them. Like, they're playing super well. Um, they're playing all those numbers that uh, they have all those numbers that Edder and Leaf loves about how yeah. what a successful team looks like. Um, oh, they're not winning. But no, but they are actually winning some games. <laughs> yeah, too. I know they're they're having a great start to the season. Yeah, yeah, I'd like, they're more electric than the Leafs right now. There was yeah, like there was a dip, like a couple games where they lost. I think to, I think it was the Ducks game. They lost like seven yeah. four, and I was like, okay, here it comes. Like here's here's like the here downfall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they won, and then they won against. I think no, it was San Jose beating them too. It was San Jose getting their first win of the season over the Flyers as well, um, <laughs> when they're in California. And then yeah, but then they went on to beat the Ducks and the Kings, um, and then they just won against the Car- the Hurricanes. Um, oh, nice! So it was a pretty big win. But I think yeah, like it's so. I think they're still in that rebuild mindset where they it won't be the same team that finishes the year. Like yeah. Even if they stay in this position, they if they stay in the wild card, like I don't think they're not going to be challenged for it as heavily as they have, or I think they're going to be challenged more heavily as they like have been. Because if you look like directly below them, just one point out, mm-hmm. um, and actually with more games, less games played. So if you go by by points percentage, the Flyers are actually yeah. out of the playoffs. But oh, wow. um, but it's the Penguins. Who have just are right below them, and the Lightning are below them. Um, so I, I hate when the Penguins don't make the playoffs. Like I'm it gonna, is weird. Eh? Gonna, like yeah, like it's I I hate it. Yeah, like I man, it's just yeah. Like they they like the Penguins need to be in the playoffs for me. It's like the like all is well in the world when like Crosby and Gino and. And, and the boys are in in the playoffs, you know? I mean, we, we are on a Philadelphia sports. Uh, like, I love Philly, obviously, <laughs> just as much as I love betting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, but no, like, it's, like, I, I, I don't, like, I don't disagree. I'd love to see Philly in because they're having one of those seasons where we haven't had a start like this in quite a while, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it'd be, like, I, I, like, think about it as, as like, football. Like, like think of the Detroit Lions and how they're playing right now and, yep. like, how long uh, we've needed a shift in almost that, like, bully town sport, right? Like, we, like, Detroit football needed a turnaround, right? Just as much as, like, Philly hockey, like, kind of needed a turnaround. And I, I think this is the start that is is exactly what was needed for Philadelphia. And I, I've, I've enjoyed like the buzz and, 
and what's been going on. And I, I think they've been playing more exciting hockey than the Leafs, and they've especially been playing less frustrating hockey than the Leafs. Oh yeah, like it's and I feel like this season is all it's all just icing on the cake for them because they have yeah they have their top prospects not on the team yet. They have those guys that are they de- they're developing. They have young players on the team like Bobby Brink, Tyson Forrester, um, yeah. Cam York, Zamula. All you could list. Forrester's great. On. Forrester's cool. Um, he needs yeah. to score more. He hasn't scored a lot, um, but he's developing. Whatever. Um, they have the veterans where you want to see win. You want to see Sean Couturier kind of get in the playoffs again because he goes insane. Um, yeah. And and have something where like he came back for a reason kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just like I feel like it's just full feel good all around because even if they don't make the playoffs and just miss it, then I feel like that is so progress. Then it's yeah. not. It's not. I know probably a lot of Flyers fans will want them to bottom out and be like, oh well, they missed out on getting a top three pick. But I feel like the difference between getting like I don't even think they're bad enough to get a top three pick anyways, but the difference between like getting a sixth overall to like a 10th overall, it's not a massive difference, obviously, but, yeah. but just having a team that doesn't suck complete ass and, yeah. and picking 10th or 12th overall or whatever. And yeah. having those players like Brink and Forrester be on in a positive environment where you want to win hockey games clearly and are keeping good players around. I well, feel that's like, what I mean. I'd love to yeah. see them go, just go balls to the wall. Right. Yeah, like and and how could you ever be mad at that? Like that's if you can, like it's funny. Chris, Chris and I always say it. Like when we coach, like I I never mind being outskilled, right? Like if you're outskilled, hats off to you. You're the better team. But I will like never be outworked. And that's not just in hockey. That's like in anything in life. You know what I mean? And so, like if if we want to be outskilled or Philly wants to be outskilled, that's fine. But to see them just like go balls to the wall and be electric and have like a bit of a breakout season, even if they don't make the playoffs, I think that'll do more for Philly fans than us. Like I'd rather see them just miss the playoffs or, or like tank in the first or second round than watch Toronto go to another playoff run. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just like it, a different it, it means more to those guys. Yeah, it means more to those guys. Yeah, um, man, yeah, that's so good. Anyways, um, let's go to the West now and look, have a look around. So clearly, um, Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg are your top three. The Central, Vancouver, mm-hmm. Vegas, LA are your top three in the Pacific. And then you have, oh, I just sorted backwards because I was really panicked. And I thought San Jose was in the playoffs. Um, you have St. Louis and Anaheim. Like, yeah, it's it's tricky because I feel like of the teams... I don't think Anaheim's the real deal. Yeah. That, that's just my hot take because I don't think they're the real deal yet. They're not there yet, I don't think. Like, yeah. There's nothing... I think a lot of it has been empty scoring. Let me fucking see this. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I I just don't think they're the, like if you look at like 
how they play. Like they're they're like they're rather sloppy. Like I and I get they have a lot of new pieces, and I know the blue line looks largely different for them this year as well. And it's like it's tough to find that consistency where where you have none, you know. But I I think St. Louis is just much more of a not much more, but they're just like marginally more developed than Anaheim is, and that's what you kind of need in the playoffs, right? Yeah, like you have your Anaheim has the really young players like Zegers and their new rookies, um, Mintz Yukov, I think I'm pushing mm-hmm. that name, but um, yeah, but I think it's just it's just a bad, it's it's just not a good enough team yet. I think they still have a lot of development yeah. to go. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be kind of out already. Like, there's already teams below them. Like, for some reason, holy shit, the Coyotes have a plus six goal differential. I, yeah. I, and then Anaheim wow. has a minus two, though. Um, but for some reason, Anaheim has just. I also don't think the, I don't think the no, Coyotes are the real deal either. <laughs> yeah, but the whole question also is like the West is so bad. I don't even know who's going to be like. Are the Oilers going to surge all the way from? the bottom to get into that wild card spot. I don't know. Have they already dug themselves okay. into in too deep of a hole? I was going to say, has any other team dug themselves out of a hole like this before? I, you know, I was thinking that today and I, and I didn't look it up and I had meant to is like, because everyone was like, Oh, enough dogs. Everyone was like, like when McDavid was out and everything like that, and we're like, we yeah. miss McDavid. I was like, what is the, like, is it still a thing? Like, is it still doable? And I, I forgot to look it up. Yeah, I I don't know. We're lazy podcasters. Um, well, I we'll look. We'll revisit that. That's your cliffhanger <laughs> for next episode. Yeah. Has the team done that before? Oh, and if well, so, yeah, who like, they were? So below Anaheim, it goes. This is by points percentage. Arizona, like out of the wild card. Arizona, Seattle, Calgary. Minnesota, Chicago, Edmonton, Nashville, San Jose. Are any yeah. of those teams like really going to surge up? Like Seattle has really bad goaltending, unstable. Yeah, scores. but Seattle had a they had a Cinderella run last year too, though, right? Yeah, I don't like, think no they, one expected they, that out of them. I don't think they got it in them. They're two and five at home. Um, oh, they don't get that dog in them like they had last year, huh? Yeah. Uh, like in Calgary, Calgary's doing like fine, but I don't think they go on a massive run. Like they're already, they're still already six points, so three wins below Anaheim. Minnesota's the same. Yeah. Minnesota's the same record as Calgary right now. I'm happy then, Calgary's spun it. Oh, like, like I'm not a Calgary fan, but like that that like Canada West tension was getting bad. I think it's just because they weren't used to seeing. Vancouver do as well as they were, which is we know is is all fake news, and they're going to implode in a little but, bit, anyways. It happens every fucking year. But like Vancouver, they're still going to finish the the season with like a hundred points because yeah. they're I don't know if you've seen their schedule. It's so funny. And again, hockey's random. Whatever. I, I didn't pay attention to the schedule, but I, I I've been watching them play, and they're actually very like. I watched Vancouver play this past week, and yeah. Because that was the West like games were really all that we were able to catch when we were away, and I was like, "Wow, they can play fucking hockey." Yeah. So in 
in their next, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. In the next 13 games, they play mm-hmm. a playoff, a current playoff team three times. Oh, wow. So they have Flames today, later today, Kraken, Sharks, Avs, yeah. Kraken again, Sharks again, Ducks, Golden Knights, Flames, Devils, Wild, wow. Hurricanes. So they got some, they got some work to do. Like, yeah. Well, no, like they have a lot of like easy teams because like it's just, yeah. it like, yeah. Anyways, they're just going to bank a bunch of points and then catapult and then like implode and then yeah. lose out in the first round. But um, yeah, holy shit. But yeah, that's, that's been going around the league with uh, hosers. Holy shit. There you go. Do you want to, as we close off this episode, do you want to hear um, my worst take yet? Okay, I'm so ready. Um, I was I was really drunk on a beach with all of my Maple Leafs friends, um, and they're asking, like, would you rather Austin Matthews or this player, or William Nylander or this player, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I almost don't even want to say it. I'm ready. <laughs> Chris is going to listen said, to this. You know, you know Chris is going to listen to this. Yeah, this is the this is the fuck you, Chris episode. Because <laughs> uh, Chris is editor in Leaf. That's yeah. how that's how fanatic <laughs> yeah. of a Leafs fan Chris is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said I would rather take and build a oh, team God. any day of the week <sighs> over Austin Matthews, Timo Meyer. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm ending that. And I like, I fell on my sword and I died on that hill. And I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take bleeding out of the years, Timo Meyer, any day over that bitch, Austin Matthews. And I did not back down. I like realized how bad of a take it was as soon as I said it. And I'm like, well, my heels are in the ground. I'm not moving. And that's so bad. And I just dug up like any story I could string together. Like I'm like digging for stats. I'm digging for like any, I felt like editor and leaf, but like I was Timo Meyers PR agent. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to spin this now? And I regret I mean, it. I don't live with light. I don't live like with regrets, but I regret that hot take. And now I'm going to have to live with it. And Timo Meyers is going to go on my headstone when I die. Oh my God. Yeah, that's bad. Even with the current, like you could always argue like if you want to provide age context, like with those arguments, with well, those like Timo Meyer's only twenty seven. Well, so is Matthews. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, Matthews is what twenty five, twenty six, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, he's younger. Yeah, so yeah, he's funny. younger. So Timo's Timo's got a little bit of a bigger, like prettier so body. Funny. He's got a couple of years of experience, right? I think like <laughs> with the with that barstool like um, talk or like analysis analysis debate um yeah you like you could easily go with like oh well i'm gonna i'd rather choose like bedard over matthews because of the contract and age and timeline or like oh i'd rather start fresh yeah with, like i'd rather start fresh with wasn't like, even starting Antilli, fresh but, I, I just but <laughs> i was just talking about like like, like oh this is exciting right now like it's just pure hatred for austin matthews and the toronto maple leafs oh and 
I like I like Toffoli, and and New Jersey's been doing. He's, New Jersey's been exciting, and it's been awesome watching the Hughes brothers and Toffoli and and actually Timo Meyer get like some Eastern Time play right, and and um and yeah, so I, I tried to swing it, and it's mm. it was three strikes, and I was out super quick. Actually, you'll you'll love this. Um, as a I'm just looking at Timo Meyer's stats a little bit. Um, his plus minus, and again, not a not a huge like pervade not a huge like stat of individual. Oh, I told the, I told them plus minus doesn't count anymore. I've already had this fight. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I was like I was looking. I was like the last time Timo Meyer was a positive was twenty yeah, I was eighteen nineteen. I was so like, guys, is... that doesn't matter anymore. Plus minus isn't a real stat. We all know <laughs> yeah. it's fake news. I've already yeah. I've already had this fight. <laughs> That's so funny. Um he's he had a forty goal season, was it last year or two two seasons ago? Uh thirty five. No, he it's split between two teams. Isn't it? Oh yeah, that was last year, sorry. He scored exactly thirty or forty. He scored exactly forty because yeah. he scored thirty one with so the same I, I died on that hill too. I was like, he's he's had he's had at least ten forty gold seasons. And they're like, he's had one. <laughs> he's had one. He's had one, and it, yeah. he's had two other thirty gold seasons. Yes, <laughs> like yeah. But I I was but if we're like looking mm. at like a guy who would do absolutely anything for his jersey and and win the cup, and I want to build a team. Around that, I don't think the Leafs will ever go to a cup with Matthews at the helm. That's yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think he's a enough of a leader to. I don't think. I think he still like favors individual effort a little too strongly to buy into a collective. Let's do whatever the fuck it takes to win Stanley Cup necessity. Well, well, to like the one person that's still listening to this because they probably just turned the podcast off right away as you, as, as, you as, soon, as soon as I I know well that's the thing and so to editor and Leaf who's li- listening right now just to they're just sharpening their blade to stab me in the back way <laughs> yeah. sharpening the grass find me come for yeah. me I'm waiting for you um but yeah no I that that was my my take is that if we're building if we're playing Barry Trotz C plus hockey and we're taking a, a team full of grit guys that are that that'll eat pucks till the till they can't eat anymore, that's who I'd take over Austin Matthews. We should. I don't know if this is an off season thing or like next week, but the Athletic did something that was fun. I think it was two years ago where they did a full franchise draft. So basically, like it's it's from. It's like a fantasy draft where you like positions yeah. aren't like whatever, but you you have to draft your city, you have to draft your yeah. GM, coach, um, obviously like I think it was like two or three players, like one forward, one defenseman, one goalie. Um, oh, I love that. And then I think you have to draft. I think it was like yeah, city. I forget what it was. Let me check right now quickly. Let's do it next week. Yeah, I would love yeah, that. Like, we'll we'll come prepared with it, so we're not like wasting time yeah, doing our own draft. Because I I looked it up recently, um, and like obviously yeah, none yeah. of us can have the same guys, or is could some of us have the same guys? No, it's all new. So it's yeah. So it's player, coach, GM, owner, and city. That was the one thing. Okay. I 
So I think okay. they just did one player, but I like the idea of doing goalie, forward, and defenseman. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'd i say we run through what's our, like, all-star line and goalie. Like, if we... Like, a like, three, a, like two forwards, one defenseman, and a goalie? Three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. Okay. So draft Cause like, Yeah, because you have to think of, like, who's your ultimate D pair? Who's your left, right, center? Like, who's the... And it's current NHLers. It's current right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, but, I love that. And like, are you are you pri- prioritizing GM over some star players? Like, a GM might be able to give give you a good team. Yeah, if you draft a GM like higher than, I don't know, Nathan McKinnon. I don't think you'd be able to do that. But like, like if you drafted Sakic as a GM. Yeah. Whatever. Unreal. That, yeah, it's fun. I know the okay. stealing thing, but yeah, so that's fun. Anyways, that might be next week. Anyways, okay, thanks for it. listening to Hosers. Um, check it out on uh, Twitter. Uh, take off Hosers. Um, and yeah, rate and review the pod. If you're still listening, that's a miracle. Um, <laughs> thanks, Edwin <laughs> Lee. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's go. Let's go here. I got to make dinner. Okay. All right. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.